Welcome to the Fantasy Football Fools Podcast. My name's Jesse. This is Oseo and Brandon. How's it going, guys? Ahoy, ahoy. Pretty good, pretty good. How you doing? Good, good. We're back again for some preseason fun here. Uh, we're going to do a mock draft for you guys uh, live here on the air. It's going to be 10-team half PPR mock draft. You guys excited? Super excited. There's two things I love. One is draft season. The second is football season. <laughs> yes, exactly. I love it. And then as soon as it starts, I go right back to hating it. <laughs> well, I mean, you have the most losses, so that makes sense. I don't think I do. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's get into it. We're doing the draft today on uh, the Sleeper app. So uh, if you guys want to dr- mock draft with friends, you can use that app. Make sure everyone's signed up and uh, you're good to go. Shout out to Sleeper. If you guys want to sponsor us, we're available. Yes, we are. Uh, we randomly picked our positions and uh, Eliseo got picked number, number one, one, baby. <laughs> uh, I got picked number five and Brandon picked nine. So you're going to get a little bit of everything here. Beginning, middle and end. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, who we're picking, why we're picking them in a 10-team half-PPR league. And uh, we'll talk about some of the other picks that the computer makes for us as well. So uh, let's get started, LSA. Who's first pick for you? This is going to be a tough one. I know everyone out there is wondering. Listen, listen. It's, uh, if, you know what? If the, if the scoring was different, I, would, I, I could argue to go another in another direction, but it's not. It's uh, half-PPR, and that matters. So, of course, the number one consensus overall, um, that's what I got to do. So, Jonathan Taylor is going to be the number one for JT. me. So, we'll go ahead and just do that right off the bat. Um, also, like, if it was standard scoring, uh, I wouldn't have a problem with Derrick Henry going number one, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, I think Derrick Henry, it could be great. Uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to be great for sure, um, you know? That's yeah, Derek, Derek Henry definitely a stud last year before he got hurt. Um, kind of agree with you there, but yeah, kind of worried in a PPR league about the his pass catching and the volume that he's going to do. Um, you know, catching passes, kind of earning those extra points in a half or full uh, PPR league. Uh, but if anybody wants to go with McCaffrey, I mean, that you can't really blame him for that either. Yeah, I mean, it's all up to your choice, like your preference, because. Some people are like not trusting McCaffrey because he's been hurt a lot in the last couple of years, and uh, so that's why he dropped. But if he's healthy all season, he could still be the number one. You know, that's if they're both healthy all season, that's a toss up because they're both really good. Yeah, those top four running backs, I think could, anything can happen. So uh, you pick Jonathan Taylor. We got Christian McCaffrey number two, Austin Eckler number three, and Derek Henry number four. Uh, I'm on the clock here at pick number five. So uh, pick number five here could go a couple different ways for me. And uh, gosh, this is tough because, you know, Dalvin Cook's on the board, who could be really great. Um, Cooper Cup's still there, so I could get my first receiver right now. Uh, And you have Najee Harris, also Joe Mixon in the mix. Uh, But I think right now I know there's injury concern, but I'm going to have to go with Dalvin Cook as my pick. Because uh, I need that good running back in one of those first rounds. Uh, then off the board was Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Joe Mixon, and Brandon is on the clock. 
Yeah, on the clock here um, at pick nine, just before the turn, um, guys kind of in the queue, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, uh, Chase being the last of those three kind of great receivers um, with Cup and Jefferson off the board. Uh, Devontae Adams is there also. Kelsey, which is kind of an interesting too, especially in a PPR, um, you know, just to get that extra value at tight end. Um, just what's, what, with what's on the board, I'm looking at nine. Um, I'm probably going to take Najee Harris, um, knowing that I'll get one of those pass catchers on the way back with Chase, Adams, and Kelsey. Um, I like Swift, too, so I know I'm going to get one of those guys. I just want to make sure I lock in that running back here, um, especially a guy like Najee Harris, who caught a ton of passes last season. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and, and take Najee Harris and kind of see what uh, the guy at 10 does. And we got Travis Kelsey off the board at number 10, and then Jamar Chase was a uh, third wide receiver off the board. Um, back to Brandon. Yeah, so back to me here again. I kind of, you know, still left some pass catchers on the board. So now I'm really here debating between probably two guys. Um, Devontae Adams, and I actually really like DeAndre Swift, uh, especially in uh, this, you know, half-point PPR um, league that we're doing here. He caught 62 passes a year ago, and I think he missed probably four or five games. So if you extrapolate that over to season, he's looking at 75 catches or so, which is a, such a huge bonus. Um Again, I could go either way with him or Devontae Adams. I think I'm actually going to go with Swift. I like the idea of having those two running backs kind of locked and loaded. Receiver that, like we know, is, is very deep. So I'm going to go ahead and lock in DeAndre Swift with my second pick. And after that, we got Devontae Adams, Stefan Diggs, and Nick Chubb off the board. I like your move, Brandon, though. Like, I, I, I agree with you at the end there. It's like you might as well lock in those two running backs because I think there's – Way more options at receiver further down the line than you do running backs. Uh, that running back drop-off is is really significant after the first few. Yeah, and just to touch on that, too, the two running backs I got last year, Najee Harris, 74 catches, Swift with 62. I mean, that's 134 catches. That's just a ton of the running back position. Yeah, and and this is half PPR. That's what you want. Um, so I'm looking at C.D. Lamb right here, Alvin Kamara, Aaron Jones, uh, I'm going to do the same thing. I, you know, I like the wide receivers later in the draft as well, so I'm going to go with Kamara because he's going to get a lot of catches as well. He's the, the guy over there. I mean, who else do they have? They have a couple good receivers, but um, he's going to be the one. So I took Kamara. Have we heard anything about a suspension for Kamara? No. Is that not happening? No, we have not. And, you, that's, you know, that's baked into there if you're going to take him. It's likely that it will be in, tw you know, next year, but um, – I'm willing to risk that uh, for what he can be. I got Sorry, even if he does get suspended, I think you're looking at only a few games, maybe two, three, four games max. So it might be the middle of the season, which is certainly um, can be concerning. But, yeah, I think I think the risk outweighs reward, and everything we're hearing is, is 2023 suspension. So I think that's good value in the second round. Saquon went off the board. After that, Aaron Jones, the team three, and team two took Josh Allen. First That's early, isn't it? Doesn't that seem early? Hey, everybody loves Josh Allen. He's going going quick. But wow, like, and a round two. That seems like really early. Like, I, uh, that's the first time I've seen that, actually. So that surprises me. So that means that one of your picks is still there. <laughs> and you're on the clock. I am on the clock. All right, so that, um, so you have a couple of receivers up here and maybe like uh kelsey's off but if i wanted to go tight end mark andrews i could do that he's in for some big volume this year again probably going to be number one overall again i think he's he's got kelsey although kelsey's well kelsey's always been the number one in kc but now with some receivers gone he's probably going to get an even bigger portion but i still think that mark andrews is going to be number one overall tight end this year but i'm not going to go that option 
uh, my receivers that I have that I'm looking at here is uh, the options are C.D. Lamb, Tyreek Hill, Debo Samuel, and that's an easy choice for me. It's like uh, I can get a running back slash receiver all in one. So my pick is Debo Samuel as the last pick of the second round. Over 300 fantasy points last year. Uh, and he's he's going to do the same thing. I mean, with Trey Lance, we're I'm still not sure exactly what to expect out of him. Uh, you know, I don't know how, how much. So I think they're going to be using Debo exactly the same way that they were last year. So. I love that uh, in his contract, he actually changed it so that he gets more money being used as a running back. So it looks yeah. like they are going to use him like that. Definitely some running back incentives in there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on Trey Lance. I think um, there's going to be some some highly rewarding weeks. There's going to be some disappointing weeks. Um, but he's going to make a lot of plays with the, with his legs. He's going to extend some plays. Um, here's the thing. They had Jimmy Garoppolo the last couple of years and got the NFC title game. So they're going to get coached up by Kyle Shanahan. He's going to get the most out of what you have. And he handpicked Trey Lance. They went up and traded to the number three spot in the draft. They got him to do the things that he wants them to do. So there might be some growing pains, but he is definitely somebody that they wanted. And they just re-signed Debo to a big contract. So I think you're going to see another big year from Debo. Yeah, I agree. So Your now we're starting bit. off uh, round number three. And obviously, I still have the same options. CeeDee C. Lamb, Tyreek Hill, Mark Andrews. And then I got a couple of running backs, Javante Williams, Leonard Fournette. And if I want to go even further down the line, is Mike Evans is next. Um well, this is a little bit tougher. I still don't want a tight end. This is still too early for me for a tight end. And I know Mark Andrews is elite, but I think I I like these running or these receivers so much in this area that I don't I don't want to pass them up. So uh, I'm actually going to skip C.D. Lamb, surprisingly, probably for a lot of people, and I'm gonna go down and grab Mr. Mike Evans. Interesting. So a couple of things there. I I like. CD, I think I would have taken C.D. Lamb there, or I really think I could be talked into taking Mark Andrews. The one thing is, you have Jonathan. I, I like that you didn't take a running back. You have Jonathan Taylor. You have an advantage there every single week. Um, you can kind of wait on that second running back, but I, part of me just likes taking Mark Andrews in that spot. Now you have a really, you have an elite running back, an elite receiver, an elite tight end. You can kind of build your team from there. Um, so I, I do like staying away from a running back, but I, I think I would have gone uh, either uh, Andrews or C.D. Lamb there. The, the only thing about CeeDee Lamb, I mean, he's good. He was good last year. But this year, he's expected to be the number one, you know? So he's going to get a lot of coverages that he didn't get last year. A lot more pressure on him. And he's still, like, what is this, year two for him? So it's going to be a lot of pressure on I him. Mean, like year, year two is, is usually a breakout year for wide receivers. Well, yeah, but, like, now he has the added pressure of, like, hey, you're the number one. Everything's coming to you. He's going to see double coverage. He's going to be, like, see the best cornerbacks. He's going to see – he's going to get all that extra attention. So I don't know if he's going to be able to handle it. I mean – he probably will. I'll probably be wrong, but I. <laughs> but at this point, at this point, I just don't want to take that risk when I could have Mike Evans and still get a great a receiver with with like proven production. I mean, that's why we're called the fantasy football fools. Taking <laughs> risks, baby. Uh, so you know, teams two and three agreed with you. Zeke went off the board. Tyree Kill, and then finally Mark Andrews uh, at pick number four of the third round. Um, well. You know, I got two running backs here. This is pretty easy for me. Uh, you know, we have A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen on the board, but C.D. Lamb is still there, so I'm going to take him at pick number five. Uh, after that, we got Leonard Fournette, James Conner, Devontae Adams. Those running backs are still going. Uh, and then back to Brandon. 
Yeah, just to quickly to touch on C.D. Lamb, uh, definitely getting great value there. You thought about taking him in the second round when he took Kamara instead. So, uh, like you said, very easy selection. Surprised he lasted that long. Um, definitely a great value pick there. Um, so similar situation for me. I'm coming in with two running backs already on the board. Um, you know, as, as I scroll down, there are a few running backs there. But, again, I don't think I need a second one or a third one at this point. Um, so, yeah, kind of weighing the options. A.J. Brown, Keenan Allen, T. Higgins. Um, there's a couple quarterbacks that pop up in this range. Still not interested in that, especially in a 10-team league. There's plenty of quarterback depth. Um, so now it's kind of a debate between A.J. Brown and Keenan Allen for me. A.J. Brown, uh, he'll probably catch less balls, but for more yardage, kind of more explosive. Keenan Allen's more that possession guy. He certainly um, you know, catches a lot of balls each week, very consistent. You know, He's an 8-for-85 kind of a guy every week, and you hope he gets in the end zone. Um, but for me, I know I have good pass-catching running backs, so I think I can afford to take a few less catches and play the bigger upside. So I'm going to actually go with A.J. Brown and uh, his new home in Philadelphia. Oh, Philly, Philly. Uh, we got Keenan Allen, T. Higgins off the board. Here we go, wide receivers being taken. Back to you, Brandon. Yeah, and just one interesting note. So the Team 10 on the, on the turn there, they went Kelsey, Chase, Allen, Higgins. So they had the, both yeah. Cincinnati receivers. No they have no receiver, running backs no runner, yeah, through no running four backs. rounds. Um, interesting strategy, PPR. I mean, I like that team, and then you'll see what they come back with at, at the running back position, but uh, just interesting strategy choice. A reason why I like that you went with uh, with your pick instead of Allen is because uh, you can get a, like a, a better value pick uh, a little bit further down the line if you wait around for his counterpart. Um, where is he? Mike Williams is somewhere in here. And yeah. uh, he's, he's going to do, I think, just as good, you know, maybe a little bit, a b- little bit less... Uh, going his way, but just as good, and he can produce just as much. So I like that you uh, skipped over Allen, and, uh, you know, you could probably wait yeah, around. I, I, you know, I, I like Mike Williams also. Keenan Allen's going to get more catches, and that's the half, when half PPR comes in. You're talking about 100-plus catches, and Keenan Allen, I think, is uh, 78 is what he's, he's um, projected to do. So you're looking for more touchdown upside there. But, yeah, I do like Mike, Evan, or Mike Williams as well. Yeah, so next pick here, the second pick of the fourth round. Again, I have Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, added A.J. Brown. Um, really only two guys I'm kind of looking at here. Um, one is something I don't normally do. Actually, three guys. Uh, I don't normally take a tight end this early, but I am looking at Kyle Pitts. Uh, he had 68 catches last year, 959 yards, five touchdowns. Um, and it's early. But there's only there's a few tight ends I like, and then it kind of drops off pretty quickly. So if I do that, um, obviously I'm a little short at receiver. So then as I scroll down, I see Michael Pittman. He's probably the next best receiver that I like um, in this tier. I think he's going to catch a ton of balls for Matt Ryan, so I do like him. And then my other option, um, I'm a sucker for Cam Akers in the fourth round. Um, I think he's a Sean McVay guy. McVay loves having uh, one running back that he can give the bulk of the carries to. Daryl Henderson had a good year last year. Cam Akers came back in the playoffs about six months after a torn Achilles, and they gave him 22 carries a game. So he's going to get the work. I kind of like him here. That's me up really well at running back. So, again, a tough decision here, but I think I'm actually going to go with Cam Akers. It looks like he's projected 40-some receptions as well. So there you go. Yeah, I think, yeah, if you remember Todd Gurley, I think that's like best case scenario, right? He caught a ton of balls, scored a ton of touchdowns. I think they're on their way to kind of giving him the rock a lot. And, yeah, I think he'll he'll certainly catch some passes as well. Michael Pittman off the board. Pat Mahomes finally goes in the fourth round. uh, And Brees Hall taken. 
right before my pick. And it, I'm on the clock here. Let me see. So I got two running backs. I got one wide receiver. Pitts is still here. Herbert is on the board. Um, got Devon, Deontay Johnson, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore. So this is where it's kind of, all these guys are kind of in the same area for me. Um, I do like Kyle Pitts. This is a tough decision for me. I also mm. like Herbert, so I could take Herbert here in the fourth. But um, hmm. See, we're used to an eight-team league, and this is a 10, so this is where it gets kind of interesting. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go um, for the receptions uh, and the upside of DJ Moore here, and I'm going to pick him as my second wide receiver. You got Travis Etienne. After that, George Kittle went before Pitts, uh, and then Deontay Johnson back to LSAO. Yeah, just quickly to touch on your pick, Jesse, I do like DJ Moore there. Um, I saw a stat today, and I can't remember what it was, but over the last two years, he has like something like 110 uncatchable targets. So he's getting a ton of volume, and they've just been impossible to catch with the poor quarterback play there from Sam Darnold. Um, so again, he's getting the volume. I think he's going to get catch more passes this year. Targets are there. They've just been uncatchable, not his fault. So I think he makes a big jump this year. Breakout possible player. Well, now back to me with the last pick of the fourth round. And there's actually in this area, uh, there's not a whole lot that I like, to tell you the truth. There's nothing that, that stands out to me as like, uh, like, oh, I need this guy for sure. And everything else is kind of too far to reach for. So I kind of got to just do the best I can where I'm at right now. And uh, like you were talking about uh, tight ends, there's not a whole lot of them. I think there's, uh, for me, I think I have four in my top tier, four. And uh, so if I don't go now, I think it won't make it back around to me uh, is my thinking because well, how many are gone now? Three, three of them are gone. So that means that there is only one guy left for me. I know a lot of people talk about Kyle Pitts, but um, he's a he's with the uh, change in quarterback and stuff. I think he's going to be a second tier for me this year. I think I know where he's going. Yeah. Uh, that's exactly where you think I'm going. Going to <laughs> Waller the Baller. Waller the Baller, man. I think uh, he had injuries last year, and he and uh, and now and he was always like a like the number one target basically. And so now, um, now with the new receiver there, I think a lot of pressure is going to be off him, and he's going to be left wide open in the end zone for a lot of easy scores. So, Waller the Baller. Oh, as a Raiders fan, I sure hope so. Also. His jersey's right behind you. So there you go. You got a Waller jersey right there. And I think one thing to kind of take note here is, you know, you contemplated Andrews in the last round. And so your pick would have been uh, now you got Evans and Waller as opposed to Andrews and whatever wide receivers left on the board. Don't really like a wide receiver. So I think you kind of got you maximized the value in terms of the guys you liked by um, waiting on that tight end position. And so now we're back in the same spot where I'm like, there's not a whole lot that I love here. Uh, Justin Herbert's available, but I, I just don't – that's too early for my quarterback still, you know. I mean, Allen and Mahomes are off the board, and I th- there's still a lot of quarterback value left out there, so I don't I don't feel like I need a quarterback just yet. Um, then there's David Montgomery, who I don't love. He gets a lot of uh, – he gets a lot of play, but but he, th- that team is just so bad, you he's know. A, he's a consistent running back that no one likes to actually have on I mean, he team. gets he gets goal line carries. Like, he gets, like, two or three in a row, and, yeah. and then they kick a field goal, you know. It's just not him. He's uh, – yeah, it's just, a, it's just a bad spot. I really don't like this area here. And um, so it's – my options are him, Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson, 
uh, Waddle, DK Metcalf, Josh Jacobs, and it goes on and on. So, um, oh, man, I guess I'm going to have to go. I need a running back. Because I have one, and I could and I could be okay with like a number two. It doesn't have to be obviously like this guy that I'm in love with or whatever. So I, I'm gonna go ahead and skip over David Montgomery, but I will take uh, Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson off the board, and, and then after that we have David Montgomery, Terry McLaurin, and there goes Justin Herbert right before my pick. Would was I pick that? That's what I was going to ask. Is that somebody you were going to take right there? It was possible. I mean, you, you know, in, in our main league, we have three wide receivers. This one, we're, we're doing two wide receivers. So you you're, have everyone right now and stuff for your flex and your single positions is of tight end and quarterback. So that was a possibility. Um, one more quick point. Sorry. That team right before you, as I look at their team, no wide receivers. Quarterback, oh, wide tight receivers. ends, three running backs. Interesting strategy there. Yeah, so. they got they got Derrick Henry, Saquon Barkley, Travis Etienne, and Mark Andrews and Justin Herbert. So yeah. they're they're waiting on the wide receivers, and we'll, we'll you know we'll check in and see. It's deep, how that so works be curious to see yeah, what their team looks like at the end. All right, so let's see. I can do the next best available player for my flex. I can do a quarterback here, or I could do a tight end which Kyle Pitts is still on the board. Um, and he's projected to get 78 receptions, uh, which is, you know, about over 10 more than the next tight end right there. But what I think I'm going to do, because I like this guy, I haven't been able to draft him yet this season. I think he has potential to be the number one quarterback this year. I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson, Right here, which maybe he would have got back around to me, but you know what? I'm going to take him right here. So you would have taken Herbert. Would you have have taken Herbert over to Lamar? Yeah, I wasn't sure what I was going to do until I got there, but he was definitely uh, on the radar for me, yes. Uh, Kyle Pitts went right behind me. Jalen Waddell, DK Metcalf, back to Brandon. This is interesting, Brandon. It is. So, again, my team, three running backs, one wide receiver. So I'm definitely in the market for a wide receiver. And guess who's back? <laughs> and right at, at Mike Williams, the guy we kind of yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. earlier. Um, I, I I think I'm going away from that, to be quite honest. Um, and, again, I look – I wish I didn't need a receiver here because, again, the team behind me is probably going running back, running back, I, I would think. Um, and there's a couple guys there. I still like at running back, but I, I already have three good ones. So receiving choices, yeah, Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy – um, those are kind of the guys I'm deciding between. Um, I, I think Cortland Sutton is the new DK Metcalf. I think with Russell Wilson there, he's kind of their deep thrower. I think he's been outstanding, just been hurt a little bit. Um, bad quarterback play, but I really like the upside of Cortland Sutton and uh, the way that Russell Wilson can get him the ball. So I'm going to actually go with Cortland Sutton here. And we have Elijah Mitchell. And Josh Jacobs, two running backs. That team Just that like had you said, the uh, <laughs> running back, running back. Yeah, that team that had the the tight end and the three receivers. Of course, they saved it, and they got two starting running backs. So you know, we'll we'll see how that goes. Back to you, Brendan. Yeah. So again, looking at the board, Mike Williams again, still there, which I kind of like. Um, God, I really like almost like taking Jerry Judy here as like, hey, one of these Denver receivers is going to be really good. And they had Tyler Lockett, had DK Metcalf. Russell Wilson could support two, you know, high-quality receivers. So that's certainly a thought that's in my mind. Um, there's a lot of quarterbacks there, that's a, that's too, that are strategy. starting to pop up. It, it really is, right? Because you don't <laughs> – you don't, you're always going to probably start the wrong one, it's, it seems like. So 
um, especially in this league, two running backs, two receivers, one flex. So I'm kind of probably starting my, my, my third running back as my flex. Um, yeah, I'm really looking at Mike Williams. God, I kind of like J.K. Dobbins, too. I know I love running backs, but I think he could be really good. But there's not really anybody that jumps off the page. Chris Godwin, he kind of jumps off the page at me, too. Um, especially as yeah, a third God- receiver, when he gets healthy, he's going to catch a ton of balls. He's, he's, he's dropping in draft. I mean, Godwin was... Uh, he's free-falling, and there's a chance yeah. he plays in week one. I know he's coming yeah. off a torn ACL, but he's been working out of practice, and I think I just talked myself into that. So I think I'm going to go Chris <laughs> Godwin here. Again, my wide receiver three. I don't need him the first couple of weeks. By the time he gets healthy, that's a great value there. He's been a you know top 10 or 15 receiver the last couple of years. I think he's Brady's favorite target. Mike Evans has obviously been there for the touchdowns. Godwin catches more of the passes. So I'm going to go with my third receiver here in the sixth round, Chris Godwin. And he is off the board. All right, Chris Godwin. Mike Williams went after him. Jerry Judy, there you go, right after him. And Jalen Hurts. Uh, Back to me here in the middle of the sixth round. I still need a flex. I still need a tight end. And who do we got here? Let's see. We have uh, Dalton Schultz, TJ Hawkinson, Dallas Goddard, um... Best available, we have uh, Amari Cooper's there. Allen Robinson's a great pick. I'm really looking at Allen Robinson right here. I think he's going to be great in that. I mean, that offense is just, you know, Cooper Cup cannot do what he did last year. It was amazing. He can do great, but that was a – Yeah, he's still going to be good. He's still going to be good. And so Robinson, I think, has a chance to to get some of that. Um, Oh, man, this is tough right here. So really it's between Robinson – and Dalton Schultz for me. I'm a big fan of Dalton Schultz this year. I think he has potential to, you know, finish the top three tight end uh, with the volume he's going to get uh, in that offense. So I think I'm going to save my flex pick, and I'm going to go with Dalton Schultz right here and see what happens when it comes back around to me. Uh, so after that, Brandon Cooks got taken, J.K. Dobbins, Marquise Brown, and back to LSAO. I love the way this worked out for me. I really do because I have my two receivers, I have two running backs, I have my tight end, and now I got the next two picks. That sets me up yeah. perfectly because I'm very excited. Can I guess real quick? I One of these two is 100% A.J. Dillon, right? Absolutely. Yes, of course. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going right now. Uh, like the, the guys right now are two quarterbacks, Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson, and A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon is in for a huge year this year, in my opinion, um, because – they don't have receivers. They're going to be using uh, Aaron Jones as a wideout in a lot of sets, I think. So it's going to be like a lot of a lot of sets with both of them out there. Now that could go to either one of them. But uh, last year, towards the end of the year, Dylan became the goal line back. Even even on the when when Jones was in there and they got to the goal line, they would take him out. Which normally they would just go one set at every guy, you know, uh, like a goal line to goal line. And last year they changed it and put AJ Dylan in for the for the uh, uh, goal line stuff. so And I think I think they're they're actually using him, uh, and they have two running back sets, and it's going to be a different yeah, offense it's gonna now be, that Devontae's gone. So. Yeah, it's going to be different. So A.J. Dillon is my next pick, and he goes off the board at the end of the round. And you got another one. And now I got another one. And now, now I feel like I'm pretty complete. So now I feel like I could take a quarterback now. And a bunch of the good guys are coming off the board or, or like, have been off the board now. So um, it's time to pick up one of the uh, elite 
quarterbacks that comes through every year. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Comes through every year for how many years? A lot of years. A lot of years. So, <laughs> you know. This is, uh, this is his guy. It is my guy, and I feel comfortable taking him here. He always does really well. I don't, I don't see him slowing down, and so I have to take it. Even at this round, he's, he's still a bargain, and I don't want to miss out because uh, my top guys are Mahomes, Josh Allen, uh, Herbert, you know, and, uh, and Tom Brady, and also um, Derek Carr. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford and Kyler Murray, but I think Kyler Murray's gone. No, you just rattled off like twelve quarterbacks. <laughs> well, that was like that was like five or five Ky- or six. Kyler Murray's still there. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and take Tom, anyways, just because it's Tom and he's always like top five. Even when you think like he's done, he's not done. So I'm gonna take Tom Brady. I mean, yeah, you know, Tom Brady's gonna be a, a great quarterback. I think. I, I think I, it's tough, but I think he may have made it back to you. Um, he's dropping, you know, that age. Every year he's just dropping and dropping in the drafts. If he is a great quarterback and he plays next year, he's going to be drafted like, I don't know, round he, yeah, 14. He, he might have made it back to me, but look, Kyler Murray just went off, you know, yeah. right, a couple of picks right after me. So it's like just in case. I didn't, I didn't want to be down to my last option. You know what I mean? Yeah, so uh, Amari Cooper went after that, Kyler Murray, and then Allen Robinson, which I was hoping would come back to me, but he did not. So I got to pick who my flex is going to be, and this is getting into some rough areas here, but there are some people that that I like. Um, Yeah, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I don't necessarily like him, but he's he's on the board there. Uh, You got Miles Sanders, but I'm going to go to the wide receivers here. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, I do like him this year. Michael Thomas could be great. Um, and Darnell Mooney also. Juju Smith-Schuster I think is going to be great for Kansas City. So there's some good guys here that, that I really like. Uh, but I think I'm going to go with Amon Ross St. Brown. And he's my flex spot there. Michael Thomas went after him, Adam Thielen, and then Miles Sanders, Brandon on the clock. Yeah, so what I'm looking at here, and we've talked a lot about quarterbacks. I'm kind of surveying the situation. There's seven teams with a quarterback, um, the first seven, ironically. Um, so I'm sitting here at pick nine. So the team before me and after me both don't have quarterbacks. Oh, team team two doesn't have a quarterback yet either. Uh, they have Josh Allen. Oh, yeah, they, sorry. They, they took do, him so, right. so early. Yeah, we probably forgot about that one. So I'm kind of surveying, saying, gosh, there there is other quarterbacks I like. Um you know, and I, I'm at a position where, again, both ends of me don't have the quarterback. So when one takes one, I can certainly follow up whatever way that goes um, to make sure that I get someone I like. Joe Burrow's sitting here kind of staring at me in the face. I do like him a lot. I think he could have a monster season this year um, with the weapons that he has. Um, I like my team also, running backs, receivers. Uh, there's no real tight ends on the board that I'm, you know, in love with at this point in the draft. And TJ Hawkinson's popping up, but that seems too early for me on him. So I think I just kind of go with the the, the guy that, that, that pops out the most. So I'm going to definitely go with Joe Burrow here just to kind of solidify that position. Yeah, I mean, with that offense and, and that passing. Oh, and after him went uh, unlimited. That's right. Russell Wilson. Uh, then Darnell Mooney. And, of course, back to you. Yeah, so back to me. Quarterback, three running backs, three receivers on my roster here. So I really like where I'm sitting with the guys I have, I'm kind of picking best value available. Again, the tight ends, the elite tier has gone off the board, so I think it's a little bit too early for me to take one. 
Um, cause I'm not in love with any of the guys that are there. I think I can wait and kind of get a lot of similar players in, in the next couple of rounds. So now I'm just looking for best, best value, best player available at this point. Um, and it's actually a guy I kind of really like. So I'm going to take a, take a shot on a guy who has the potential to break out and be an absolute monster at the receiver spot. Um, he is on arguably the best offense in football as the wide receiver too. So I'm gonna go ahead and take Gabe Davis. A lot, a lot of buzz around him this year. A lot of buzz, and I'm taking him as my wide receiver four, and it's kind of, I don't need him to be great, but there's definitely the chance. I mean, there's nothing wrong with taking guys on good offenses with good quarterbacks. Um, they lost a couple, Cole Beasley, they lost um, Manuel Sanders. There's 100 and something targets there, and I think what we all remember of him and why he's getting so much buzz is that last game against Kansas City, right? 200 yards, four touchdowns. Um, I mean, he has the potential to do that. Obviously, he's not going to do that every game, but uh, the, the potential is good enough to kind of take, take him here and, uh, again, it's a wide receiver four with, with big upside. Yeah, a second wide receiver on any offense like that, you know, can't, can't hurt. TJ Hawkinson went after that. Damian Harris, Rashad Bateman, back to me. All right. Well, I still only have um, two running backs. I got three wide receivers now. But And Clyde is still staring you in the face. He is. Clyde is there, you know. I'm... Ugh. Just don't know about Mr. Clyde Edwards-Alaire this year, but you know uh, he might be an okay value right there. Uh, Kenneth Walker could be a possibility, but I really like this guy. Um, he's a wide receiver, so I'm gonna take my fourth wide receiver with only two running backs on my team, which could get dicey. You know how running backs get hurt, but I really like this guy. I think he can be great in this offense. Um, he could also not, so you're, you're taking a risk, but at wide receiver number four, I'm going to take Drake London, rookie from the Atlanta Falcons. After that, we have Juju, who I also like, who went off the board, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, he's gone now, and Kareem Hunt. I was hoping that Juju made it back around to me, uh, just barely missed it by a couple. Um, I think he's going to have a great year, but alas, he is gone and then uh, also Kareem Hunt went just before my pick, and I'm a big fan of his too. So that's unfortunate. So let's see. I'm I'm pretty pretty balanced out right now. I have uh, three running backs, two receivers, my tight end, my quarterback. So same as Brandon, I think I'm going to go for value since most of my spots are pretty much locked in. Um, and let's see. What I have here, Kenneth Walker, Seattle. That uh, man, that's that's such a tough, <laughs> that's such a tough place to be. Then Hopkins, who I feel like I, I would take him, but not this early on. He's suspended for six games, you know. So I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to jump at that immediately. And I know it, he probably won't make it back around to me, but it's kind of a long shot this early. I would, you know, another round or two, I probably will take him, but not quite yet. So I'm scrolling down and I see, um, I see a Cordero Patterson, I see a Tony Pollard, and uh, Devin Singletary. So, ah, man, this is a tough one. They're all there. You got two picks too. And I got two picks, so I think I have to go with running backs because, like you said, it's like the ones that get hurt. So I think I'm gonna go with Patterson here. Or Daryl Patterson. I don't know what that offense is going to look like, really, you know, anymore with Mariota and stuff. There's a lot of changes, and we'll see how they use him. But, 
Yeah, I just feel like he's also one of those guys who could be running back but catches a lot of balls too. So it's like that could work out really well or uh, it could be a crash and burn situation. But uh, This is half PPR, so that's... that's yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's all right. And uh, looking at the, you know, Tony Pollard, Devin Singletary, I don't love those guys. Chase Edmonds. But best value here, I guess I would have to say... Oh, man. <laughs> You know what? I changed my mind. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna beat everybody else to it and take DeAndre Hopkins because it's like my my roster's full. I could you know if, if it works out, I could wait six weeks for this guy to come back and then just be even more elite. Yeah, I think that's a could be a great pick. Uh, you got Dallas Goddard, Kenneth Walker, Elijah Moore off the board. Back over to me. All right, I was hoping that this guy would get back to me, uh, and he did. I only have two running backs. I got four wide receivers, so I'm going to take another running back here uh, from Buffalo. I think they're going to utilize him more. Not the guy that I know both of you are big on. I think Singletary uh, is going to be great. So I'm taking Devin Singletary right there. Hunter Renfro went off the board. Tony Pollard, Dak Prescott, and back to Brandon. Yeah, Tony Pollard was definitely a guy I was interested in here. It was kind of unfortunate to see him go two picks ahead of me. Um, let's look at the board here. Again, pretty good value on uh, – or pretty good, you know, building of, of a team here. And uh, still need a tight end to kind of fill out the roster. But then, again, just looking for some value play. Um, let's see here. As I scroll through, yeah, you're kind of going a little bit deeper than you have in the past now, trying to just find find the guys you like, find some value. Um, I'm going to go with, hmm, there's a couple guys that kind of intrigue me. A couple guys I'm going to talk through real quick. Um, I kind of like Chase Edmonds. He's going to catch a lot of balls. I don't know what they're doing in Miami. They signed into a big deal in the offseason. I think he could certainly have some value. The guy I kind of like is Melvin Gordon. Um, we saw last year he got the even split with Javante Williams. Um, he's still really talented. They re-signed him again in the offseason. Um, I think he's a good kind of bi-week fill-in if Jarrett, uh, Jarrett, uh, Javante Williams goes down. He's certainly the, could have a, have a huge workload and a really good offense. I think I'm going to take Melvin Gordon here. Melvin Gordon. I like it. He, he, uh, I had him on my team. I think we talked about this before on last year and I traded him away and that did not work out too well for me. Uh, as the guy who I traded him to won the league, uh, Traylon Burks went after him, Rashad Penny and back to you. Yeah. So I think again, as I keep scrolling here, a couple guys I like, um, I'm going to go with another kind of running back in a timeshare that I think could potentially take over the, the lead back duties in New England. I'm going to go it. with Ramondre Stevenson. <laughs> Somebody had him on the radar. Well, that was still so far away. It doesn't matter. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Devontae Smith, Chase Edmonds. All right, so here we are. Uh, back to me, and, you know, we're going to do best of all. We're, we're building the bench at this point. You know, this is what we're doing. We're building the bench, trying to... to to make it great in case somebody goes down. And uh, it's funny that James Cook is back to me, Buffalo running back who I was talking about before. But you know what? I got Singletary. I could get Cook also, uh, but I, I'm not a big proponent of doing backups. I think if you want to get a backup, get somebody else's backup because it's more value to you if you, you know, if they go down. You can trade them. You can use them. Um Oh, so this guy, he has been having a good preseason so far. You know, we're actually doing this podcast early, so 
maybe he's not having a good preseason, but so far he's, he's looked good. Uh, from Houston, Damian Pierce. Uh, he'll be my fourth running back. Chris Olave, James Cook, Brandon Ayuk, and back to LSAO. And the guy that I was really looking forward to is also gone again. Uh, went off the board. James Cook, <laughs> Yeah, right? James Cook. Yeah. We're like two spots right before me. He, I think, is going to have a good year. He um, uh, is going to work himself into a lot of stuff. So uh, he's going to – I think he's he's looking real good for this year. Um, and I think we're going to hear a lot about him throughout the season. So I'm bummed that I missed that chance. Um, and now we're back to, again, like Brandon said, just kind of – uh, starting to look for some home runs here. Um, nothing too exciting. There's a couple quarterbacks, Tyler Lockett, Alan Lazard, uh, Robert Woods, Chase Claypool. And you know what? I, I think I would look at uh, Alan Lazard and Chase Claypool are the ones that are kind of sticking out to me right now. Uh, I don't love Lazard. He's got brick hands. I don't. I don't think he's a very good player. But if he is the number one now, uh, even if he catches 50% of anything that goes his way, he's going to be doing pretty well. So that's the argument for him. Claypool, I mean, we don't even know the quarterback situation over there yet, you know? Um, so It's interesting because Lazard's only projected for 62 receptions, which doesn't seem like... Yeah, I think, like, Tunyon is going to have a better year than Lazard, you know? So, yeah, you... you m- you just made me convince myself that I don't want him. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. I don't love Chase Claypool either. But of those two in this area, I think that's where I'm gonna go. So I'll go with Claypool. Chase Claypool, and you get another pick. And then I get another pick. Super exciting time. <laughs> um, Well, are you in your head? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Are no, you no, tilted I'm, now? I'm scrolling down a little ways, and I'm going to steal somebody's uh, somebody's handcuff. Oh, uh, here we you go. Scroll down a little bit. You see someone by the name of Alexander Madison. Alexander Madison. And at this point, like we said, we're just looking for you know stuff that could happen. You, you know, know I, like I, and I like that uh, because, like I said, if if you take someone else's backup and you know, their starter gets hurt, then that's a lot of value for you. If you take your own backup and they get hurt, uh, you know, you have the backup. Well, I mean, you you still should. Yeah, I mean, if it's it's a good, like, if you're backing up, see, like this, like Madison, if if I had uh, um, Dalvin Cook. Yes, (laughs) if I had Dalvin Cook, I'm going to want to draft Madison because I know that one of them is going to be good no matter what. So, of course, it's yeah. like it doesn't mean, oh, go steal somebody else's backup and don't take your own. Well, I mean, he, he's he's the best backup in the NFL. Well, probably, then there's Pollard. So. He's a literal like-for-like like replacement. Cook goes out, you plug in Madison, he's yeah. still a top-five guy. Like yeah. he's yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that pickup. No, I, I, I'm just saying if you back if you uh, take your own backup, you, you have to have him on your bench for the entire year, and it's harder for, to get rid of him, you know. Um, but, but, yeah, I, I don't. Maybe don't take any backups until the middle of the season. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I like the idea. Yeah, and I, and I think Jesse, you took Cook earlier, right? So I think I like the idea him specifically because you know what you're getting is almost an exact replacement if something were to happen to a guy like Cook. And Cook has never played a full season. He misses two games every year, and those two games, Madison produces like a top ten running back. Yeah. Yeah. So Alexander Madison, we have Dawson Knox, uh, Aaron Rodgers, and Zach Ertz off the board. And back over to me. Can I, can I, I'm going to quickly fill some time here. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and this is something I don't like to see as I'm sitting without a tight end and I see two teams start to take their second tight end. So I'm just going deeper and deeper in the board. So maybe I waited one round too long to get a tight end or maybe these guys are picking a backup tight end too early. I don't know. And that's the thing. I mean, this is the computer, but you know what? You know your league, um, unless it's your first time in the league. But, you know, we know our league. Everybody should know their league and, and how, you know, your other players are going to draft, um, managers are going to draft. Uh, and take that into account because people may take second tight ends or second quarterbacks way too soon, and you know that, so you're going to have to kind of adjust for that. Um, you were talking about Alan Lazard. Uh, you know, I like Alan Lazard this year. I know he's he's no Devontae Adams, but, you know, I'll take him as my fifth wide receiver right here, and, and that's what I'm going to do. Uh, and then we got Trey Lance, Matthew Stafford, uh, second quarterbacks off the board, and then Tyler Lockett right before you. Yeah, I actually looked at second quarterback in this range. And someone like Trey Lance is someone I actually kind of like. It's funny, the guy that took Trey Lance also has Jalen Hurts, kind of similar style quarterback. I kind of liked having Joe Burrow and Trey Lance completely different quarterbacks. Um, just, you know, the, the potential upside. You don't need him, but if he goes off, you, you you love having him. And look at that next guy. He landed Mahomes and Matt Stafford. Right. That's yeah. pretty good, too. Two elite quarterbacks there, yeah. certainly. Um, and as I look at, let's see, the team behind me, again, that's kind of a strategy for me as I'm picking just before the turn, kind of seeing what he needs. He has everything. He has Kelsey. So what are the chances of him taking a second tight end, right? I'm going to say that now. We'll see if I learn to regret it. But um, I, I'm i going to take a tight end here just to get one, but I'm going to wait until the way back in the 12th round. So my next pick, I'll take one, assuming he's not taking a second. So we'll see if that gamble pays off or not. Um, well, let's see. As far as I go here, as I look through the board, I'm going to take another guy that I really like. Um, again, this is all about upside. And when this guy, he played very few games last year, but when he did, he was a target monster, just elite athleticism, unbelievable talent, just can't stay on the field. Very, He's already kind of hurt this preseason too, but I just love the idea that of what he could be. So again, big upside pick here. I'm going to go with Kadarius Toney. Yeah, great pick. He Yeah, he had a great season when he was on the field. Uh, last year, Derek Carr went uh, right after that, and then Russell Gage. So it looks like you're safe with your tight end. Yeah. So again, I tried to you know try to read the room and kind of see what's going to go after me, and and now I can definitely go to the tight end here. So as I look at tight ends, again, we're very deep. I don't know how many have been drafted. Probably 14 at this point. Um, Fryermuth, Gasecki, Komet, Hunter Henry, Alberto. Um, again, nobody that really jumps off the board at me. Um, but one guy I do like, and I think uh, this last is the eleventh tight end off the board. Eleventh tight end here. So um, yeah, as I look, I see a guy um, last season who had ninety three targets, which was fifth in the league last year, sixth in the league last year. Um, only caught sixty balls, didn't score a touchdown. So I think we're going to see some positive touchdown regression there. So I'm going with a team or tight end on a team that's not very good. Uh, their receiving core is awful. Um, so I think he has definitely some big upsides. So I'm going to go with Cole Komet. Cole Komet off the board right after that. Look at that. Pat Fryermuth, Mike Gasecki. There goes the tight ends. And then Christian Kirk back over to me. I was also looking at a second tight end. And, you know, a guy that I like is still on the board, which I do love. Um, New England, Hunter Henry. I'm going to, you know, just uh, kind of – I love Schultz, but just in case you want to get a – Backup tight end, Hunter Henry right there. Robert Woods went after that. Tyler Boyd, Sky Moore, and Tuella Sale. All right. Well, uh, the only other guy right now that it's kind of 
catching my attention here is uh, somebody we talked about a little bit earlier, and also a backup. But he could get he get some stuff. He could get some stuff going. Um, where is he? I've lost him. I don't know. Oh, you uh, lost him. No, hang, hang on. All uh, right, so we're uh, going deep here. It looks like deep uh, in the rankings. <laughs> I hope he was already drafted and he just didn't <laughs> even realize it. No, no, oh. I just saw, no, no, here, here he is. Here he is. Uh, awesome sure for know. a second. Um, uh, powerful offense, and uh, they already have their starter, but like you said, last year he did pretty well. And if there's time, if there's any time for him, if they decide to give him some run or if there's an injury, Daryl Henderson will again be a very good option down the road. I like that. I was actually looking at him with my next pick. Um, I have Cam Maker, so that would have been nice to just kind of solidify that backfield. Yeah, I'm, so just, I'm just going there you go again, just, everybody. Yeah, yeah just taking <laughs> the backups from all of our uh, starting running backs. Yeah. So, all right, so that was that. And now we're down to our last three picks. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and get ahead of some people here. Um, I know a lot of people, you don't have to do this, and it's not, but it's just where I am in the draft. I'm going to go ahead and jump to defense. Usually people wait till the last round or the second to the last round, but because I would be the last pick of the next round, I'm sure a bunch of defenses will be gone by then. So I have to kind of jump ahead of that. And so I have my option of anything I want. And so right away, I think I will go with Buffalo. Yeah, and, uh, you know, <coughs> that happened in your league. We, we've had people that have drafted defenses super early in, in the draft. So uh, just be ready for that. Uh, Buffalo, Michael Carter, Christian Watson, Ronald Jones, uh, all off the board. So I need one more backup. I need a backup to my quarterback, and a bunch of quarterbacks have been taken here. Um, so what I like to do is I look and see who I have on my team. So I got CeeDee Lamb, DJ Moore. Ugh, but do I want those? Do I want those quarterbacks? I'm in Ross St. Brown, Drake London. Uh, so what I'm hearing is Jared Goff, Marcus <laughs> Mariota, or Baker Mayfield. No, so Take your pick. They'll if, be available on the free agent wire. If Dak was yeah. there, I would do that. But you know what? Yeah, all these quarterbacks that are left, I'm not really um, – I don't love, you know, and so I'm not going to go with a quarterback here. Uh, I'm just going to wait uh, because there will be someone available after this. So I'm going to see who is next best available, and I'm just going to pick a name out here because this person – you know, is the last person who could be dropped at some point. But I'm going to go with uh, Michael Gallup from Dallas here. Amari Cooper's gone. He may get some more work. Uh, Rashad White went after that. James Robinson, Isaiah Spiller. Yeah, you've seen the backup running back start to go. Um, I kind of like where your head's at. I'm going to go actually take a quarterback as well. A guy who's actually finished in the top 10, I think, the last, like, four years. Very underrated, underappreciated. Um, big offense, big playmakers. I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep, he could be good. Tyler Allegier, is that how you say that? Yeah, he's a rookie out of BYU in Atlanta. Um, again, kind of a interesting backfield with him and Patterson. And, yeah, he, he could definitely get some run. Kind of a good late late round pick there. And then Justin Tucker, first kicker off the board. And then, yeah, so last two picks, I'm going to definitely go kicker and defense here. Um, don't really have a preference on either. Uh, so I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Bucks. And you got Evan McPherson, the Rams, the Cowboys off the board. Uh, you know, you can take a kicker first. You can take a defense first. It doesn't really matter. Uh, you don't – I think that these kind – 
these things kind of shake out during the season, and you can always play the matchups. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens defense. Sounds good to me. Uh, you could also not take it here, depending on when you're drafting, and you know just wait to the right before the season starts. So that's what I was going to say too. If you're drafting early, um, that's always been my strategy. Wait, you know, if you're drafting in the early part of August, um, yeah, just let it play out. You can get one off the waiver wire. Plenty. Of, there's plenty of production. A lot of them are very, very similar. Uh, plus the defenses too. Somebody like Buffalo that LSAO took. They're playing the Rams in Week One, so not a great match. You're going to play them anyways, um, but you can always find a team that's going to have a really good matchup that first week. Uh, we got Harrison Butker, Matt Prater, the Niners, and back to LSAO. All right, so now there's uh, not too many guys that I'm still really hungry for. There's a couple names out there that I'm still going to take my shot on, but um, they will be there, um, uh, obviously, because I have the next two picks. So it doesn't matter what I do right now. I'm going to just take my picker because that's what I was ready to do, and I'm going to go with Daniel Carlson because he uh, is really good. And, you know, as a Raiders fan, hey, if you have a good kicker and you're the fan of the team, why not take him? Yeah. And then so now I um, I'm going to back up my own running back. <laughs> uh, you know, at the at the very beginning of the draft, I took Jonathan Taylor. And uh, in case he gets hurt, I need my own, you know, the discussion we were having earlier. So um, I was, it was kind of between him and I also like Devontae Parker a lot this year. I think he's kind of like a sleeper this year. I think uh, Mac Jones is doing a little bit better. And he's a, he's got some experience. So um, I think Devontae Parker is going to be a pretty good target in New England. But I got to back up my own guy. So I'm going to go with Naheem Hines here with my last pick. Naheem Hines. You got Matt Gay, the Chargers, the Patriots. And back to me, I need a kicker. I don't have to take kicker. I'll take a kicker. Um I'm just going to kind of, you know, I like this guy's name. Young Hoku. So I'm going to take him. Uh, he'll be decent. Tyler. And, you know, when you're looking at it, you should probably see who has matchups that are good the first week if you're going to play the matchups. Tyler Bass, Rodrigo Blankenship, the Colts, McManus, and the Brandon, Brandon McManus and the Saints all went. So looking at the teams here, uh, let, let's kind of get back to that team who, uh, who didn't take. Uh, where is that? Team. So yeah, team four, right? Team four took running or no wide receivers till the sixth round. Yeah, ended so. up with what? Brandon Cooks, Allen Robinson, Juju Smith, Elijah Moore, Chris Olave. It's not bad. Not terrible to get yeah. those those three receivers. Cooks, Robinson, and Smith all seem like. Uh, and then team ten took you know uh, no running backs until the fifth round, uh, and they got Elijah Mitchell, Josh Jacobs, and Rashad Penny. Later on, mm, that was yeah, a little so bit. So that I absolutely hate. Yeah, uh, that's not. That's not. <laughs> I yeah, not I would. Great. I couldn't imagine getting. Well, Mitchell with that and team. Penny are going to get hurt week one, so there yeah, goes Mitchell's that. already hurt. Yeah. yeah, Jacobs. You know, again, we talked about this in a previous podcast. Was playing in the Hall of Fame game, so who knows what they're going to do with him? That's a team that I'm like, all right, who can I trade Cam Akers? I go trade Cam Akers for Jamar Chase a couple weeks in when he realizes he has no <laughs> running backs. That's exactly what I'm looking to do. All right, so let's look at these teams here. LSAO, you got Jonathan Taylor, Antonio Gibson, A.J. Dillon, Cordero Patterson, Alexander Madison, Daryl Henderson, and Naeem Hines as your running backs. You have Debo Samuel, Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, Chase Claypool as your wide receivers, Darren Waller as your tight end, one tight end, uh, and then Tom Brady as your um, quarterback. What do you what do you say? How do you like it? 
Um, I definitely could have used another receiver, you know. And like I said, there nobody nobody drafted you, uh, Parker, so I could still go back and pick him up if I need to. And you know, along the way, I'm sure I'll lose somebody from here, um, or just trade out, you know, Henderson or Hines or Madison or one of those guys. I'll always trade them out and pick up a like a like a spot receiver just for a week if I if I need it. So, but I think I'm pretty well balanced actually. So I, I think I did all right. I got Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, Devin Singletary, Damian Pierce as my running backs. Ceedee Lamb, DJ Moore, Amon Ross, St. Brown, Drake London, Alan Lazard, Michael Gallup as my wide receivers. Lamar Jackson as my quarterback, and Dalton Schultz and Hunter Henry as my tight ends. Uh, you know, I, I like it. I mean, I could have maybe grabbed one more running back. Um, I like my receivers okay, but, you know, I, I maybe uh, not great. But it's kind of that, that thing that'll, you know, if you like them enough, see what happens in the season, and it's a decent starting team. Brandon, you got Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers, Melvin Gordon, Ramondre Stevenson as your running backs, A.J. Brown, Cortland Sutton, Chris Godwin, Gabe Davis, Kadarius Toney as your wide receivers, Joe Burrow and Kirk Cousins as your quarterbacks, and Cole Komet as your tight end. What do you think? Yeah, I love my running backs and wide receivers. Um, obviously, you know, spent the first six picks in the draft on those guys. Um, need a big year from Burrow, which I think certainly can happen with his weapons, the improved offensive line play. Obviously, I'm weak at tight end. I'm taking a chance on Cole Komet, but again, I think he can kind of stream some tight ends and find some guys that might be on the waiver wire that produce. So again, I think my only real weakness is that tight end spot, and you can always look to upgrade later, but I, I do love my, my running backs and wide receivers. That's it. That's our 10-team uh, half PPR mock draft. Uh, remember, know your league. Uh don't tilt. Just look for those players that can give you the upside or that can give you the, the value or that, you know, are consistent, whatever you're looking for there. I prefer someone who can give me a 40-point week, even if it's not every week. Uh, but you got to watch out because then they can give you a two-point week. So uh, draft accordingly. Like your guys. And in, in later in the la- rounds, I think you can take guys that you like. You, guys that you like if there's, you know, a couple different ones there. All right, that's it for us, the Fantasy Football Fools. We will see you next time. Don't be a fool. Stay in school. Stay in school? Football school? Yeah, sounds good. You need to. Did you see your team? That was was not good, man. What are you talking about? You're giving advice? Oh, geez. All right.